Part Three, Chapter Seven of A Key to Uncle Tom's Cabin, by Harriet Beecher Stowe. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelique Campbell, July two thousand eighteen. Chapter Seven, Emily Russell among those unfortunates guilty of loving freedom too well was a beautiful young quadroon girl named emily russell whose mother is now living in new york the writer has seen and conversed with her she is a pious woman highly esteemed and respected a member of a christian church by the avails of her own industry she purchased her freedom and also redeemed from bondage some of her children emily was a resident of washington d c a place which belongs not to any state but to the united states and there under the laws of the united states she was held as a slave she was of a gentle disposition and amiable manners she had been early touched with a sense of religious things and was on the very point of uniting herself with a christian church but her heart yearned after her widowed mother and after freedom and so on the fatal night when all the other poor victims sought the pearl the child emily went also among them how they were taken has already been told the sin of the poor girl was inexpiable because she longed for her mother's arms and for liberty she could not be forgiven nothing would do for such a sin but to throw her into the hands of the traitor. She also was thrown into Bruin and Hill's jail in Alexandria. Her poor mother in New York received the following letter from her. Read it, Christian mother, and think what if your daughter had written it to you. To Mrs. Nancy Cartwright, New York, Alexandria, January twenty-second, 1850. My dear mother, I take this opportunity of writing you a few lines to inform you that I am in Bruins jail, and Aunt Sally and all of her children, and Aunt Hagar and all of her children, and Grandmother is almost crazy. My dear mother, will you please to come on as soon as you can? I expect to go away very shortly. Oh, mother, my dear mother, come now and see your distressed and heartbroken daughter once more mother my dear mother do not forsake me for i feel desolate please to come now your daughter emily russell p s if you do not come as far as alexandria come to washington and do what you can that letter blotted and tear-soiled was brought by this poor washerwoman to some christian friends in new york and shown to them what do you suppose they will ask for her was her question all that she had her little house her little furniture her small earnings all these poor nancy was willing to throw in but all these were but as a drop to the bucket the first thing to be done then was to ascertain what emily could be redeemed for and as it may be an interesting item of american trade we give the reply of the traders in full alexandria 
january thirty one eighteen fifty dear sir when i received your letter i had not bought the negroes you spoke of but since that time i have bought them all i have to say about the matter is that we paid very high for the negroes and cannot afford to sell the girl emily for less than eighteen hundred dollars this may seem a high price to you but cotton being very high consequently slaves are high we have two or three offers for emily from gentlemen from the south she is said to be the finest looking woman in this country as for hagar and her seven children we will take two thousand five hundred dollars for them sally and her four children we will take for them two thousand eight hundred dollars you may seem a little surprised at the difference in prices but the difference in the negroes makes the difference in price we expect to start south with the negroes on the eighth of february and if you intend to do anything you had better do it soon yours respectfully bruin and hill this letter came to new york before the case of the edmondsons had called the attention of the community to the subject the enormous price asked entirely discouraged effort and before anything of importance was done they heard that the couple had departed with emily in it hear o heavens and give ear o earth let it be known in all the countries of the earth that the market price of a beautiful christian girl in america is from eighteen hundred to two thousand dollars and yet judicatories in the church of christ have said in solemn conclave that american slavery as it is is no evil footnote twenty two the words of the georgia annual conference resolve quote, that slavery as it exists in the united states is not a moral evil End quote. from the table of the sacrament and from the sanctuary of the church of christ this girl was torn away because her beauty was a saleable article in the slave market in new orleans perhaps some northern apologist for slavery will say that she was kindly treated here not handcuffed by the wrist to a chain and forced to walk as articles less choice are that a wagon was provided and that she rode and that food abundance was given her to eat and that her clothing was warm and comfortable and therefore no harm was done we have heard it told us again and again that there is no harm in slavery if one is only warm enough and well fed and comfortable it is true that the slave woman has no protection from the foulest dishonor and the utmost insult that can be offered to womanhood none whatever in law or gospel but so long as she has enough to eat and wear our christian fathers and mothers tell us it is not so bad poor emily could not think so there was no eye to pity and none to help the food of her accursed lot did not nourish her the warmest clothing could not keep the chill of slavery from her heart in the middle of the overland passage sick weary heartbroken the child laid her down 
and died by that lonely pillow there was no mother but there was one friend who loveth at all times who is closer than a brother could our eyes be touched by the seal of faith where others see only the lonely wilderness and the dying girl we perhaps should see one clothed in celestial beauty waiting for that short agony to be over that he might redeem her from all iniquity and present her faultless before the presence of his grace with exceeding joy even the hard-hearted traitor was touched with her sad fate and we are credibly informed that he said he was sorry he had taken her bruin and hill wrote to new york that the girl emily was dead a friend of the family went with the letter to break the news to her mother since she had given up all hope of redeeming her daughter from the dreadful doom to which she had been sold the helpless mother had drooped like a stricken woman she no longer lifted up her head or seemed to take any interest in life when the friend called on her she asked eagerly have you heard anything from my daughter yes i have was the reply a letter from ruin and hill and what is the news he thought best to give a direct answer emily is dead the poor mother clasped her hands and looking upwards said the lord be thanked he has heard my prayers at last and now will it be said this is an exceptional case it happens one time in a thousand though we know that this is the foulest of falsehoods and that the case is only a specimen of what is acting every day in the american slave trade yet for argument's sake let us for once admit it to be true if only once in this nation under the protection of our law a christian girl had been torn from the altar and the communion table and sold to foulest shame and dishonor would that have been a light sin does not christ say inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these ye have done it unto me oh words of woe for thee america words of woe for thee church of christ hast thou trod them under foot and trampled them in the dust so long that christ has forgotten them in the day of judgment every one of these words shall rise up living and burning as accusing angels to witness against thee art thou o church of christ praying daily thy kingdom come dost thou pray come lord jesus come quickly oh what if he should come what if the lord whom ye seek should suddenly come into his temple if his soul was stirred within him that he found within his temple of old those that changed money and sold sheep and oxen and doves what will he say now when he finds them selling body blood and bone of his own people
and is the christian church which justifies this enormous system which has used the awful name of her redeemer to sanction the buying selling and trading in the souls of men is this church the bride of christ is she one with christ even as christ is one with the father oh bitter mockery does this church believe that every christian's body is a temple of the holy ghost or does she think those solemn words were idle breath when a thousand times every day and week in the midst of her in this temple set up and sold at auction to be bought by any godless blasphemous man who has money to pay for it as to poor daniel bell and his family whose contested claim to freedom was the beginning of the whole trouble a few members of it were redeemed and the rest were plunged into the abyss of slavery it would seem as if this event like the sinking of a ship drew into its maelstrom the fate of every unfortunate being who was in its vicinity a poor honest hard-working slave man of the name of thomas duckett had a wife who was on board the pearl tom was supposed to know the men who countenanced the enterprise and his master therefore determined to sell him he brought him to washington for the purpose some in washington doubted his legal right to bring a slave from maryland for the purpose of selling him and commenced legal proceedings to test the matter while they were pending the counsel for the master told the men who brought action against his client that tom was anxious to be sold that he preferred being sold to the man who purchased his wife and children rather than to have his liberty it was well known that tom did not wish to be separated from his family and the friends here confiding in the representations made to them consented to withdraw the proceedings some time after this they received letters from poor tom duckett dated ninety miles above new orleans complaining sadly of his condition and making piteous appeals to hear from them respecting his wife and children upon inquiry nothing could be learned respecting them they had been sold and gone sold and gone no one knew whither and as a punishment to tom for his contumacy in refusing to give the name of the man who had projected the expedition of the pearl he was denied the privilege of going off the place and was not allowed to talk with the other servants his master fearing a conspiracy in one of his letters he says i have seen more trouble here in one day than i have in all my life and another i would be glad to hear from her referring to his wife but i should be more glad to hear of her death than for her to come here in his distress tom wrote a letter to mr bigelow of washington people who are not in the habit of getting such documents have no idea of them we give a facsimile of tom's letter with all its poor spelling all its ignorance helplessness and misery dated february eighteen eighteen fifty two mr bigelow dear sir i write to let you know how i am getting along hard times here i have not had one hour to go outside the place since i have been on it i put my trust in the lord to help me 
i long to hear from you all i written to hear from you all mr bigelow i hope you will not forget me you know it was not my fault that i am here i hope you will name me to mr giddon mr chaplin mr bailey to help me out of it i believe that if they would make the least move to it that it could be done i long to hear from my family how they are getting along you will please to write to me just to let me know how they are getting along you can write to me i remain your humble servant thomas duckett you can direct your letters to thomas duckett in care of mr samuel t harrison louisiana near bayou gula for god's sake let me hear from you all my wife and children are not out of my mind day nor night end of part three chapter seven emily russell